I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone, and welcome to The Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Johnny Mays! Hi! Hey Johnny, fan favorite! There's no fans here today. (laughs) When they're not saying your voice is mildly grating, they're loving you. Maria writes in all the comments. (laughs) It's terrifying. If she's not writing them, she's definitely reading them. I'm reading them all, every day, all day. Have you been hitting the Reddit boards? Oh, yeah. And so what's Reddit saying about us? You know, people haven't been very vocal on Reddit the last couple episodes. I think people turned a new leaf in 2020 and they just want to focus on the positive. Oh, that's so nice. I see. <laughs> They're leaving you out of it. Okay, so there's nothing to say. It took a moment for it to click in for you two. <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Do you no, guys I think remember... that's true? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would you guys talk about? You'd be mute. No, I know. Well, Maria and I were in here for about five minutes before you got oh, here. Oh, no. Yeah. We had some things to discuss. We dragged a couple people across the coals. I want to know what people are gossiping about me behind my back. Johnny, are you and the friends talking about how I yelled at everyone at the Christmas no, party? Okay. No. Why did you yell at everyone? someone let the door open and the cat got out. And did she really yell? I didn't no. yell, but I was definitely like no. getting angry. Let's hear. Let's well, see. Can I you, do? You, yeah, you got angry, but deservedly so. Okay. And who had done it? And let me guess. I think was Amanda it knows. Well, no, because I. This is the thing that Alisa, I. I'm sorry if no. you're listening. <laughs> this is they the are thing. It. <laughs> I said that I. I meant as a joke, but I think it came across sort of sharp. I said, um, you know what? I'll find out who did it. I've got nest cams. <laughs> oh well, my you god. do. I do. And did you, you I never checked it. Why no. Not? no. Well, I, I kind of have, have a feeling to. who it is. Who was She's it? She's looking right at me. No, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. She texted this morning, not the home office, <laughs> meet at the work office for where <laughs> no, we're recording I this. And I thought, oh my God, is it's yeah. about the cat. So but you <laughs> found the cat. We got the cat back. Well, that was really scary. It was because it was like at 10 p.m. at night. So it was, it was like a time when the coyotes are out. And was the person, Melissa, uh, <laughs> was she uh, like, did she apologize? Um, no. I think no. they got really scared. Everyone w- was holding their breath. I stayed within your eyesight. I followed you into the kitchen <laughs> yeah, so that you could see me at all times. <laughs> because part of me was thinking like, oh, God, maybe if I find Margot, I could give Amanda the best Christmas present in 48 hours and put her in my car with a big <laughs> oh red bow God. and oh return her because not all of us come from money. So <laughs> if you grab the cat, hide it. <laughs> 
and like take out yes. a few tufts of her mane. So and it looks like she had like survived. you had rescued her, like yes. you had found her. Like he found drove her. all night. Yeah, through your backyard. <laughs> and you oh. find my car in your pool. You're so sick. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was really scary though I know I know but I was wondering because you know I'm always trying to figure out what people are saying about me behind mm-hmm. my back I well, was wondering part of if- us thought that maybe um, you left the door open to find out what we were saying about you behind your back <laughs> to let the cat out and make a whole oh. problem yourself oh so she could be in control of what people were let- saying about I- her I'm, I'm running the narrative let's give them something to talk oh, about <laughs> have you seen that movie the Julie Roberts movie yeah with no. the horses yeah wait what stables and her kid sister what? is it's Kira it's Sedgwick. Kira Sedgwick. It's something to talk about. Oh In no, Robert Duvall. Yeah, she, they, she, he plays Daddy Warbucks. Who's the guy? Who's like the love interest? Ski Ulrich. No, it's no. not. <laughs> oh no, it, I forget what it's about, but I always get it confused with her like hiding the soup cans because she's getting beaten by the enemy, sleeping with the enemy. Oh, do you I've know never that one? That. Oh, it's so scary. You guys have to. We'll pause the podcast and we'll go watch it really quick. It's so scary. She's getting beaten to a pulp by her boyfriend, and he's really controlling, and he really likes things a certain way. And he comes home and he sees that the soup cans are turned a different way. And I don't know what it means, but she has to run from the enemy. God, it sounds like some some night at Amanda's house. Mm. It was fun that Christmas. We did have fun. Yeah, we I mean, to calm everyone down. We watched Bombshell. Yeah, and how was that? We all fell asleep. Yeah, and it was neutral. Mm. Yeah, but you know what is good? The the Megan Kelly responds to Bombshell in a thirty minute interview this week that she conducts with three of the other Fox News women, mm-hmm. and they film them watching Bombshell. Oh and my god! And it's like it's kind of scary because it almost looks like the Blair Witch because it's that like night cam, <laughs> oh. and they're all crying. <laughs> oh, so they like it? They liked it. There were a few things that they took liberties. It wasn't with. a night cam, Johnny. It was. <laughs> no, it they wasn't. They were in a dark movie. They were theater. in a dark movie theater, so oh. they're filming them watching it. Oh my. My God! Wow. So they, I was kind of wondering how close, how um, close that was well, to she, making Kelly's memoir. So I don't know if she wrote a memoir about oh, I it. I thought yet. she did. She did bring out some old journals though, and read in the my, movie theater. Um, no, they luckily they didn't talk to in the movie, but <laughs> they did bring out the. They did interview right after the movie, and they were very upset. It was one of those like AMC after movie things yeah, where it's so, just her going. I loved it. I loved every second of it, and then it cut away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw nineteen seventeen. Amanda, yesterday, I, I, she went. I just saw nineteen eighteen, and w- that was wild. The sequel, <laughs> <laughs> but that was. I, I mean, it's got to take the Oscar. It was it's like that really? good, I, but it's just. Uh, like it's just incredible. Like it's really. But okay, well, sometimes the only thing I'll say about it that I sometimes it felt like you were in a video game. Oh, really? Yeah. Because the graphics? Not because of the graphics, just because of how the action sort of unfolded. It was very like, sometimes you felt like you were kind of in the POV of the... And did you ever find yourself controlling the, the characters? Well, I point? was, yes. And it, it is a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> it reminds you how fun war is. Yes, yeah. it really was so fun. No, but anyway, it was just, um, I mean, like everything, it was at its peak. It's like the cinematography, the acting, the storytelling. It was just like every single thing like at peak hollywood it came it came out of nowhere people didn't really talk about it i didn't even know sam mendes directed it till i was watching the golden globes oh yeah and he stood up there with those two actors were they good in the movie oh so he <laughs> um you can't see amanda's face Amanda but it's saying, like hell the, no the great it's like the the grossest thing i've ever seen well he stood up there and he said you have no idea how hard it is to open a movie with nobody's in your movie oh! 
and the two guys, their faces were, oh, But my listen, God. it's true. And the boys were incredible. I love war movie boys. War oh my movie God. boys are at the, they're, the, war movie boys are doing what, what actor boys should be doing. And that's, <laughs> that's running around. Stop while you're ahead, sweetheart. Ew, Amanda's turned in. She's on 1917. She turned into Sam Mendes. <laughs> But anyway, rush, don't run to the <laughs> to the theaters. I can't wait to see it. So it's a theater movie. Absolutely. And a female co-wrote it. No way. Yeah. That's what I heard, yeah. Mm. They won't show us her, but we believe it. <laughs> Remember when him and Kate Winslet were married? Yeah, I bet yeah, I bet Kate Winslet has a few things to say about Mr. Mendez. Mm. <laughs> okay, Johnny, can we get yeah, to your little big one? Yeah. I'm dying to know what it is. I have two and a half. I have two and a prank. Two and a half? Yeah, I have two and a half, but they're real quick. Okay. Okay, so the first one is it involves thank you notes. Oh. And it's no one here. This is a classic. Okay. Well, yeah. So if you go to a wedding, I've been to like 45 weddings in the last six uh, months. Wow. Johnny if- is everyone's bridesmaid. Wow, but never, never a bride. A bride. <laughs> Unlike Miss Winslet. Anyway. This is what you get for being so popular. I know. Uh, I've like, mortgaged my apartment. <laughs> Don't tell my landlord. <laughs> anyway, so if you go to a wedding and you send a gift, but you never get a thank you note, mm. how long do you wait to find out if the, like, what if my gift never arrived? I have like a paranoia because it gets sent to that person's house. But if you never get a thank you note, do you reach out and say, hey, did you get my gift? Mm. Or yeah. do you just let it ride and hope they got your gift? How many months has it been? Well, to in um, well, there, it's been three different people. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It's an epidemic. But also, people say our generation doesn't care about thank you notes. So maybe that well, is the truth. But with weddings, you still, if you're registering, you have to send thank you notes. I think you don't have to send thank you notes if it's a new mom gift. Because everyone's like, new mom, new year, yeah, new mom. Thanks, thanks for the diapers. Yeah. Yeah, but a wedding it's part of if you're having a wedding you're already sort of um taking part in these traditions and mm-hmm. thank you notes are a part of those you traditions. don't get to pick and choose what well, parts you can you can i think in. you have every right to send a text or an email and be like hey honey i sent you just hey, want to make sure yeah like did you ever get those well because part of me is concerned what if amazon steals these packages or these meat yeah things? yeah take uh, them this yeah. is a common occurrence in the ask amy column okay oh, really? and amy always says you know these days, the millennials, they're not as big on thank you notes, but it's still the height of rudeness to not um, confirm when receiving a package by mail as a gift. It's so true because you, you don't know. If you were to bring it to the wedding, that's one thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, they got it. They're just selfish and not going to thank me but for it. But if it's it. sent to their house, and sometimes their house address isn't listed. And you're, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, it just says send to the bride. I would be <laughs> curious if you could you would text and say, hey, did you ever get... I want to just confirm sure. that you got this. And then they'll be humiliated. Could you do but something does, like, I just got a note from Amazon and it said like the package wasn't delivered. Can you con- c- confirm this or something? And then they'll go, oh no, I got it. And you'll go, oh, oh that's okay. Smart. Okay, I see. So because you're afraid of be 
I don't want it to sound like I want a thank you note. I do want a thank you note. Yeah. But I also want to make sure the gift got there. Right. I think you have to say something like, hey, I just got this letter from Amazon saying that the the package wasn't signed for or something. And then you go and then you go, can you confirm? But I think you have every right to ask. ask. Like, I don't think it it requires any sort of cover. Because if you just say like, oh, hey, I just realized like I wanted to make sure you received the gift in the mail. And then they'll just say, oh, my gosh, I got it. Yeah, so sorry. We're so behind on thank you notes. And you go, oh, no, no worries at all. I just want to make sure you got it. Right. You sure? I think my next wedding gift is going to be thank you notes. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's a really nice gift. It's a good one, right? With like engraved with their initials. You know what? My brother's wife said the best gift that she got at the wedding was some of her friends pitched in and got a concierge service to change her name legally on all her papers. Mm. Like you pay a service to do your passport, your driver's license. You just send them like some information. Oh my God. And they have someone else take your photos and everything. Wow. Whoever you want. You can choose brunette, blonde. (laughs) You can be a whole new person. But that's that's a good gift. That that is a good gift. Because that's annoying. It really Mm -hmm. is. Also a good gift would be um, paying. There's an online service to preserve your wedding dress. So I think that would be a really good gift for a bride. They embalm it. Honestly. In (laughs) formality. I sent my dress away and it came back in a coffin. Oh. <laughs> Six feet under. Ready for your burial. Here lies Amanda Lund. So I just had, they just had to slip me right in. Oh. So what's That's your second? Good... Okay, my second one. This is more to test you two to see what kind of advice you've been shelling out. Okay. So I'm going to compare you to, I had to Google what are human problems because I never went, I never missed a thank you note. That was all a lie. I've gotten thank you notes for every gift. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. Um, I just wanted to see what you guys oh. Oh my God, Johnny. Johnny, this is a You're trick. Sick. Well, it's my podcast now. <laughs> new year, new me. He's the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. I did want to try and get into the WGA or SAG this year. Yeah, and you so should. they said one of the best ways to get in is to ask a member if they have any screeners. And so I had asked Amanda if I could borrow <laughs> some screeners, and she said, Sorry, I sold them all. But they Shut said, If you up. could bring us someone who's selling their screeners, we'll. <laughs> We'll get you You'll in instead. You'll swap our membership yeah. status. <laughs> okay, so I want to compare your, uh, there's an advice column in Goop, like when a oh, Paltrow's Goop. Yes, yes, okay, yes. And okay. I want to see if you, you guys have four chances to get this right. Four. Okay, so someone writes into Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow. Is it essential to bring a gift if you are staying the night or longer at a friend's house? What would a good gift be? And okay. you guys, she lists four things that are appropriate. The the answer is you do bring a gift. Oh, but yes, you have, I know. I would have thought that was yeah. really. Thought if you're that, staying okay. at a friend's even house, if, yeah, even for thirty minutes. Yes, absolutely. You bring a what gift. What if you're flying in? Well, if you're la- are you landing on the roof? Santa Claus. <laughs> well, if I'm Santa Claus, <laughs> I got a whole pack. If someone's full of hosting gifts. you, I think you should bring a gift. All right. Well, good to know. Okay. I know. I think I know what they are. Okay, she gives four acceptable gifts. Okay, wine. No. A candle. <laughs> no. What? Um, oh. Hold on. My turn. Okay. Flowers. Yes. Flowers. Hmm. But what kind? Cut. No. Um, In a vase. Long stem roses. <laughs> Hand-picked wildflowers. No! <laughs> no! Okay, there are a candle, a scented candle's not on there? It might be um, under other. A book? Nope. Um, 
um, a subscription to a popular to magazine. <laughs> yeah, a subscription to Okay, do you want me to read them? No, no, no. no okay, you have, are we getting close? We get um, two more The chances. first one was, um, it could be a small bunch of hand-picked wildflowers or... Um, a bouquet of... <laughs> I, we're done no, with flowers. Oh, flowers. <laughs> oh a hand-picked wildflowers or... Uh, chocolates, nice chocolates. Mm-mm. Not for goop. Oh. Um. Oh wait, hold on. A um um uh, nothing with a subscription to like a meal service or something no. like that. <laughs> Maria. Meals on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else did you bring? So okay, wildflower. So she's kind of going a little bit lo-fi. Lo-fi, like wildflowers. Well, wildflowers from your neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a th- like a throw. Yes. Seriously? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Or a cashmere throw. A cashmere. I knew it. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. That's okay, if you're well, staying for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh my god, a cashmere throw. So what else is on the list? Does she say one? One thing is edible, and one thing is um, like something you put on your shoulder. A parrot. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Essential oils. Nope. On your shoulder. <laughs> you put on your shoulder. Amanda's uh, wearing Ben Gay. I <laughs> a tiger bomb. A satchel? What kind? Oh, a tote. What kind? A, a reusable tote. In, no, girl. It, it, well, a canvas tote, like a farmer's market yes, tote. It says an L.L. Bean beach bag emblazoned with your host's initials. I hate every... I don't want to... I don't... This is crazy. I've honestly been holding this against you for years, Maria, that you, that I've never, never brought... given me an L.L. Bean bag with, with my your initials. initials on it. And Johnny, you sleep over. You've never brought an L.L. Bean bag. But I leave all my clothes. <laughs> yeah. And then what's the edible thing? Well, Wait, let me guess. Is it nice olive oil and vinegar? It's one thing and you can eat it on its own. Candied apples. <laughs> Someone Olives. sent us candied apples, actually, Matt and that's I. Nice. And that's nice. uh, they were, at first, I was like, oh, candied apples. Like, uh, to me, that's like the bottom of my treat list. These were the most amazing things I've yeah, ever had in my life. And you could bite right into them. They I heard, were so good. I heard dentists send those every Christmas to get new patients. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all my teeth came out in them, my dentures. Okay, so something edible. Are we close? Is it, is it a Carb, a mineral, or... It says, or some fresh... Salt. Pasta? Milk. Fresh milk. Fresh... <laughs> fresh... Um, milk from- Fruit. Fresh fruit. What kind? Pears. <laughs> Apples. No. Oranges. Melon? Mm-mm. Berries. What kind? Bananas. No. Strawberries. Raz- yes. Fresh strawberries. strawberries. Yes. What? Fresh strawberries. So it says... <laughs> So the full answer is it could be a small bunch of hand-picked wildflowers, <laughs> some fresh strawberries from the local farm stand, an L.L. Bean beach bag emblazoned with your host's initials or last name, or a cashmere throw. But yes, a little token of your appreciation is a must if you're staying I'm over. flabbergasted. Wow. I mean, I think it's nice, and I've kind of started, instead of always just bringing like a bottle of wine when I go over to someone's house for dinner or something. I think bringing a nice candle is people really like. But it's <laughs> offensive because it says my house smells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So what's your half? Okay, my half is, do you think it would be a fun prank? You guys might know some actresses on the brink of being nominated Extinction. tomorrow morning for the Academy Awards <gasps> it's tomorrow at morning. 5 a.m. and we're, oh my we're recording this right in the heart of Hollywood. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. So would it be a fun prank for someone who's on the bubble if you got 10 of the friends um, all to text her at 5.30 in the morning, congratulations, congratulations. Um, and she thinks she got nominated. 
Mm. No, I think that would be mean. Yeah, I really think that's cruel. mean. Well, the follow-up was, who should we do it to in this room? <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny to do it to someone who's like not, not even in a movie. Yeah, anyone in this room. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, Johnny, those were fun. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny, for bringing those in. I especially like the Goop one. Yeah, Yeah, that was fun. That could be a game show. Well, yeah, we want to see if you match up with Miss Etiquette herself. Um, And I do want to thank you because I listened to one of your podcasts right before the holidays with Colby Smolders. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to her mom and said, you can stay with me. And luckily, (laughs) she had had read Goop's newsletter and I got a beach bag tote that said Mr. Mays. Oh, my God. Well, that worked out. Well, she was devastated. She said, I have to leave January 2nd. I'm just waking up from my hangover. (laughs) I don't think my daughter has anything in Palm Springs. I said, I don't know. I'll drive you out there to make sure. We scoured the desert. And I left her out there to keep looking. (laughs) It's my podcast. Oh, my God. All right, Johnny. It's time to do our ask. Where we oh, ask yes. people to rate and review. Now we've been getting some great reviews and ratings. We're at, <gasps> we have we, oh, oh yes, we're at six hundred and sixty three <gasps> ratings. I think we'll get to a thousand by six 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 three. Oh, good, three more. I'm not ready to put a timeline on that, but I think like within a month or two we could get to a thousand. Now, one person said Lee M. War said that um, that that they that we need to have a, a, a warning label because I literally almost choked on my lunch this afternoon while listening to an ep because I burst out laughing while chewing, which almost caused me to choke and die. <laughs> this is a real story. Oh, wow. well, do you have insurance? No. Oh. So that scares me. Well, you're not supposed to eat and listen to anything. No, I know. Well, you're not supposed to eat 30 minutes after listening to any podcast. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, someone says, endlessly entertaining. This is KBC 85. I would listen to these ladies talk about paint drying. Wow. And we have. <laughs> so, you guys, Johnny, can you just tell them to rate and review okay, and to join please. our Patreon? Please? Okay, please. I, I was listening to these two lovely ladies for months and months, and then it just dawned on me. I have never donated to their Patreon. So I want to let you two girls know that I have been donating to your Patreon. You have no, no, this he is Miss This is what Colby Smolder said. So I do this is my audition. So anyway, I realize that you've been entertaining me for months and you don't you guys don't understand the um dilapidated office. They really do they don't even have hot water in here for tea. No, we don't. We don't. Amanda wanted a tea and she had to have a lacrosse. <laughs> a lacrosse. Lacrosse. She lacrosse to the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it is clear that one of you is living in here. <laughs> But it is. Can it you tell is, by my robe? Yes, I know. I, I, I was banging on the door outside and I said, Maria, this isn't funny. And she answered the door with a wet towel around her head. <laughs> I said, please, Maria, let me in. There is a shower there, I, in the bathroom. There is. There is. This Johnny. whole place is, used to be a spa. <laughs> It did. That's what Matt Lauer said it about his office. Yeah, it was. That's what the guy said. It was like a Thai spa. And that's this, why there's a shower in the men's room. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe That's what you. the landlord told us when we took Amanda, the tour. Amanda, you're making that up. You're no, thinking I'm of not. that place with cockroaches. No, no. This place, 
used to be a spa. This is where they filmed that Jennifer Love Hewitt Lifetime show where she gave hand jobs as a <laughs> massage therapist. Do you know that I one? I watched that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 No, they really need money, you guys. Please. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm we, not kidding. We do. We yeah. do. Well, at least a like and a, su- a subscribe. Yeah. Right? And tell one friend. I mean, maybe you're out to lunch this week with a pal that you haven't seen in a while and you go and they go, how are you doing? And you go, well, I'm, I'm doing really well. And they'll go, why? And you'll go, because I've been listening to this new podcast. And you say that I don't have to pay my half of the bill because what I'm giving you in return for this lunch is a year of love, laughter, and friendship with Amanda Maria, not me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I have a goal for us for 2020. Okay. I want to get to 10,000 downloads an episode. Oh, that's good. Uh, Amanda, that's a tall order. That means we essentially have to double... What we what we get? What maybe you as a listener can do is listen to it once, and then listen, listen to, to it, it again. again. But you don't even have to listen to it. You just take your headphones off. <laughs> Maria, Mar- no, Maria's I... at home with a twenty four hour stream of the big ones, and Craig's going crazy. <laughs> I think we can do it. That all that means is every one of our listeners has person. to tell one person to listen. Yes. No, tell ten people, and then one of those people will actually yes. stick with it. All right. Well, let's take a break. Uh-huh. And <laughs> honestly, though, I have to. Well, it, at eleven, the meters start. So, do uh, I have girl, to? Girl, you could put your. You could have put money in before, and you could have parked in the neighborhood like we all do. Okay. Well, I didn't. I had to carry two coffees. Okay, but I'm just saying, even though the meters don't start till 11, it will still accept your credit card and just like not charge you for the first hour. Okay, well that's you gotta go. So you got you should go put money in your meter. Really? Yeah, because what time is it? It's 10:45. Well, yeah, you yeah. need to put money in your meter. Should I? Yes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we're back. And um, just a quick uh, update. Amanda's, um, I have to go back out to the meter. (laughs) But I did use the bathroom. Yes. I went through your stuff in the office. I hid one thing. You'll find it when you least expect it. Johnny had a, has a little coffee. Did you want... Is there milk here? No, no milk. Okay. I did tell Maria. Maria graciously uh, texted me, this, both of us, this morning, do you want a coffee? And I had just made a huge, tall coffee, but I made a goal to say yes to everything, so I said yes. <laughs> and so I still have a hot coffee waiting for me in my car, in my... Uh, corksicle that oh you gave me. Oh my god! Oh, do you love that? Yeah, I can't wait to get in my car. I'll never forget <laughs> the time that you asked if either of us wanted coffee, and then you showed up and you only had coffee for yourself <laughs> with coffee grounds. For and, you guys. <laughs> and I said, and I said, "Where's mine?" And you said, "Oh, I thought you said no." <laughs> I bet you did. No, I didn't. I said yes. I said, I think I said like, "Yeah, iced latte, please." And then you showed up. Oh, with just... oh, because I said coffee, not a confectionary drink. <laughs> I'm not gonna go out of my way. I thought you I... mocha frappuccino. Yeah, exactly. I didn't ask yeah. for a mocha frapp. I don't. Th- I think that was Colby Smoldered. I would not have done that to you. Please. You obviously listened to one episode. Yeah, of Colby he said Smoldered. on the way and over here. You memorized it. You memorized it. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the big one. Okay, I sent it to you. I mean, oh, it's in, it. in a text. Okay, cool. Let me. Check. I took a picture of it. 
Okay, I I came up with this. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but it's timely to okay. say the least. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Maria, okay, this is insane. You can you zoom sent me in. This picture. You Maria can... literally sent me the worst picture to try to read. Look at that. That's insane. <laughs> That's not an email. She That's took a... a picture of the okay. whole screen of the computer okay. with the big one in tiny text, and it's with the just cursor. Hold the... Uh, just hold on. Just hold. This is insane. Okay, okay. Amanda, I'm going to email it no, to you. No, I can read it. I can read it. You Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. You are a beautiful woman from Los Angeles, enjoying a fairly successful television career. Whoa, I know what this is. <laughs> oh, no. You are a beautiful woman from Los Angeles, enjoying a fairly successful television career. One magical day, you are introduced to a sexy man of your dreams. There's just one catch. He's a prince. After a whirlwind <laughs> romance, he asks you to marry him. Friends and people in the know warn you that saying yes will be the end of life as you know it. The tabloids will come after you. You will have to give up your acting career, move to a new country, and abide by the rules of a centuries-old monarch. You love your prince, so you say yes. But a couple years into the marriage, the warnings become reality, and you find yourself unable to live a life that you are that's up to your standards of living. Uh. <laughs> what do you do? So we're obviously talking about Mexit. Oh! <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have been following the news, but Harry and Meghan have decided to leave the royal life behind. And I just would like to discuss if you, if you, what would you do? And is it, what's the right thing to do if you are, and let's take Meghan and Harry out of it, okay? Because they have, you know, they've got their own circumstances. We can't be in the room, you know, with them. Johnny, they've we can't. asked you not to be. I know. <laughs> well, first, by royal decree. Let's start by saying first, like, do you guys think royal life would agree with you? This idea that you're you're on the payroll, and in return for the money you're being paid by the taxpayers, you have obligations to share your life, to right. be a representative, to go do events, be a public person. Um, is that something you guys think you would enjoy? No. But no. she's also well. First of all, there's a problem I think with fans of suits that would have a problem with you saying mildly successful career. <laughs> I think that's no, cruel and No, I didn't say, I didn't say mildly. I you said, said fairly. Fairly, tepid. She's well, fairly. A, it's, a, it's a cable show. But well, I... That's a, a cable, yeah. Yeah, a basic cable. <laughs> it's a basic cable show. Basic there's nothing, cable she, girl. There's nothing wrong with that, but um, she's, she's not an Aniston. Well, and she was on the USA Network, Why Go to Britain? Right? Oh, Johnny. Doesn't she have loyalties to our crown? (laughs) (laughs) Johnny, do you think you could handle the royal life? Do you think you'd thrive? Well, okay. So she is an actress who wants to be in the public eye. So it's not like... that's true. It's not a commoner uh, peasant like you guys uh, called me. But we all want to be in the public eye too, right? Not to that extent. Not where my job is literally to be seen. But what if the public, when the public eye turns into the public pink eye, and it's no oh, longer fun? No longer fun. The Reddit boards are going wild now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the flips, the, uh, the other aspect to this is that she's gi- they're giving up their royal salaries. I think since they're kind of dipping out, which yeah. doesn't matter because so they'll rich. they'll make money no matter what. Yeah, and they'll be richer than they you know are now it does so okay so first let's talk about it the first point of this is that would you enter into this arrangement to begin with or would you give up your one true love to not have to be a royal 
Well, one true love is a bold statement. Now, you said before you don't believe in soulmates. Mm, that's true. And so, and so you are marrying, when you marry a person, you're also marrying the like, family. The family. Right. And the life. And, and there's a, nothing that she didn't know going into it. Right. I mean, that's I tried true. to warn her. I was outside <laughs> her wedding screaming. <laughs> I mean, but can you really understand the extent of what it's going to be like until you're in it? I don't know. If you, 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 right. But, and I'm, again, want to take Megan out of this. I'm going to say if I was in that position and I've seen, I've seen what the life is, someone may have even died from the life that I'm about to be in. You're talking about Princess Diana. Maybe I am. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the effects are grave. Right. And Why you, grave? Now, I'm now, sick of the puns, Maria. <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> now, you're not marrying the um, Prince William. He's you're in not, line You're never going to be the queen. Yeah. So, so I could see where you would think... Uh, you're you more know, of a friend of the podcast, <laughs> if you to put it in your <laughs> listeners' terms. But I could see where you might think it's not going to be as bad because we're William's the one everyone cares about. You know, Harry's kind of all, always flown under the radar and done his own thing to an extent. So also I could see where the prince is telling you, like, listen, this is my life, but also no one cares as much about us. Well, that's not exactly true. Should we do a little role play? Yes, I'll be the queen. Okay. You're, you're going to be the queen? Yeah. Okay. And and is that is that a character? Yeah, the queen's a okay. character. And I'll, I can be the guy or... Yeah, you'll be Prince Henry. Okay. And I'll be... Um, um, Jessica. Jessica. Okay. and then, Jessica St. Clair. And I'm going <laughs> to... The actress on US... L network. <laughs> and um so this is maybe a meeting where we're going in to meet the the queen and maybe the queen's like saying what I'm going to be expected of and then but Henry's trying to tell me that like oh it's not going to be that bad. Well also it could be like we're getting the permission to get married too. Okay. All right. Whatever Johnny it's your choice. Yeah, the queen tells you what to say to okay, her. Okay, all right, all right. And <laughs> be it. Grandmother. Mm. Aren't you going to introduce me? Your grandmother, hello, I'd love for you to meet my my lovely fiance, Jessica. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm from LA. Oh, I hate the queen. Why? No. Johnny Snap into well, it. Well, I have to defend my choices as the queen. <laughs> okay. Okay, Can you do so do a British accent? No. And he doesn't have to. The queen okay. is goes beyond um, Ooh, dialect. It's me, the queen. No, yeah, let him go. That's let British. Go. Um, who is this? Who? Who did you bring to me? <laughs> who is this? She's not a corgi. Ah! Grandmother, this is Jessica. I'm in love with her. You brought me thirty Jessicas before. How do I not know that this Jessica is not doth different? <laughs> no, she's lovely. She, you'll recognize her from her series regular role on. Do you watch Suits? I do, and I didn't care for the ending. Uh, that's fine. Now, Grandmother, I love Jessica, and I will marry her. I'm just asking for your blessing out of courtesy. Mm, what corner did you meet Jessica on? Oh, that's funny. That's okay, Henry. Don't worry about it. I'm used to people just uh, uh, jerking my chain. You may be used to people, but you're not used to the British press, my darling. <laughs> I think I, you think do I not, might be. You I'm do not... not speak over the Queen. Oh, sorry. Oh, God, what a common answer. 
Do you know how to drive an RV? Of course. Mm, well, you won't be driving mine. An it, RV? <laughs> what does she drive? A forerunner? <laughs> she drives all over her palatial land with the corgis hunting. Haven't you ever seen the queen? I've seen it, yeah. Well, get around. out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What will you be saying? No, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jessica, will be will you be comfortable giving up all your dreams as a uh, middling actress on basic cable? Will you be ready to take seventh seat in the command of power? You know that my doth grandson is nowhere near being the king. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> I think that as long as Henry and I are together, that we can do anything. And that not on my watch, you won't be doing anything. You will be asking permission. You will stand where I tell you, and you will wear skirts as long as I tell you to wear them. Henry, could I talk to you outside for a moment? Oh, yes, sure. Grandmother, please excuse us. I mean, may we be excused? Yes, I know. She has to feed the meter. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you? Well, in two minutes. (laughs) This will wrap up by then. Henry, what is she saying? She's making me very afraid. You you told me nothing was going to change that much. Now, I I was trying not to frighten you, but... There is a level of responsibility that comes with me being a royal. Well, that's Jessica, fine. it's not all crowns and soufflés. Well, I know that, and that's fine, but I mean, are we still going to have our independence? <laughs> no. No. No, we're, we're a slave to the crown. We're public servants. Oh, no. But I, you'll be a princess. You'll be beloved by I all. I don't think so. I'll be a duchess. Mm. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Mm, Grandmother? You have to go feed your meter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see. Okay. The big ones. All right. Okay. I'm back. Hi. Okay. So where were we? So after that, that improv, Maria, so you seem to be really heavily leaning like you would not want to enter royal life. Well, as me personally, Maria, I don't think I'd do well Yeah, being that confined. Right. Even <laughs> if you're an a- actress, like hoping for the public eye. Yeah, but I don't, I like, I like to act because I, I like to act, not because like I want to be seen out in public. Right. Or like want to wave. Now, uh, someone said this to me, I forget who it was the other day, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I fully agree, but okay, so some people are born into families that don't have any resources, they, and they are like not afforded any opportunities, and that's like, seems very unfair and sad. That was news to you. Someone had to teach you. Someone had to sit you down and tell you. I don't know who it was. I didn't see their face. And now, and you think, well, someone born into a royal family, for instance, is like they've really lucked out. Like they've won the lottery. They have all of their needs met and they're basically rich. But in some ways, it's just as sad because those kids have no choice. Like uh, watching the second season of The Crown, you really see how it's you lose kind of your individuality. Right. Olivia Coleman was asked on the red carpet. They're like, do you want to if you had one question for the queen, what would you ask her? Would you want to find out what's in her handbag? And she said, no, I'd want to ask her what would she have wanted to do with her life? if She wasn't born into this. Yeah, so it, it's it's interesting. Like in some ways, it really seems wrong to have this sort of setup of the monarchy where ch- these children like grow up knowing that their destiny is already written for them. It doesn't. It feels sad. I agree with all that, but the question here is: is do you is it right 
to come into that system that that that's very set in stone and isn't changing and a expect something different in your experience of it and then b to disown it basically and to tr- and to mix it up because of your needs when people have been doing this for centuries yeah, so you basically, part A of the question is, would you marry into this if you met the love of your life? And Knowing. Part, part B is, once you're in it, is it okay for you to, I don't know if abdicate is not the right, right word, but basically abandon this tradition and kind of shake up the entire monarchy? Yeah. I don't have right. an issue with it. I like it. I think it's, I think the mo- monarchy needs to be reimagined. Archaic. It's archaic. But that's not, I, I believe that's not up to someone that's outside of it. And also by having him your husband leave with you he's also leaving his family you're making it seem like it's all her no 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 but i'm just saying like i mean of course she's been like slaughtered in the tabloids and she's basically like been like she's a shell of her former self i'm sure but i just think like is it right to like you knew what you were getting into right yeah, but I don't think you can imagine. I don't think she knew to the extent. And you can't possibly think like they literally were like stealing her mail and publishing private correspondence and like trying yeah. to humiliate her. And there were other things at play as to like why people hate her so much. You know, right. it's it's not just that she's an American. It was They hated suits. <laughs> <laughs> No, the writing was on the wall at the wedding with the wedding dress. It was an ill fit. Oh, Johnny. An ill fit. No, I mean, you could also reduce this question to um, how comfortable would you be telling your husband or your partner that I cannot be around your family anymore? Right. um, And you have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. because I will not be going to Christmas, to Thanksgiving. And is that like, so, right. I mean, that's a very, that's different. But it is, I wonder if she, I don't think, I don't know if she has a problem with the family or the publicity. They have a problem with her. R- the family does. I think the queen does. According to, well, I think the queen had a problem with well, their she, statement. Right? Well, but yeah. they, she also didn't have their picture up in their, in yeah. her Christmas uh, annu- announcement. They She had... She didn't have Prince Andrew, and she didn't have Meghan and Harry. Well, the Queen wow. also did come out with a statement this morning that said, well, we did uh, Ancestry.com, and Harry, you were never part of the family to begin no. with. Yeah, he isn't. <laughs> have you ever seen that, like Harry's real dad? No, I don't believe that. I think oh, Harry yeah. looks like Prince Charles. Mm. I do. I think he looks like Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, I just think like there's parts, aspects of the monarchy that I just really think are irrelevant now. I agree. Of course. But the question here is, and let's take Megan out of it. Okay. Does an outsider who comes in knowing what the monarchy is, just the monarchy is, have, is that right to then break up that family well it's really harry's choice because what if she just says i'm sorry this is not for me i have to leave and then she's she's making the choice to leave solo and then her husband has to be the one to choose like and yeah but then they have a baby together so then i you know that's i mean yeah i don't i actually really don't have a problem with it i mean she's got to 
do what's right for her own mental health. Like if she's in this situation that's obviously toxic and it's not just toxic to her, it's like to it's everyone unlivable. involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's like unlivable. She can't stay in that. She's going to like be destroyed and then no one wins because yeah. then her marriage is unhappy. Right. She's going to be a bad mom. It's like she needs, she doesn't want her kids also probably growing up in that environment. Did so, you hear what the sh- royal chef said? This isn't a joke, but no. he's like worked for them for 40 years or something. And he goes, well, they asked him for a comment. And he goes, well, Diana said it best. She said, uh, William got his dad's brain and Harry's an airhead like me. And he just proved his mom right. Wow. It's really true. Isn't that crazy? Because uh, Harry is more sort of impulsive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. And he remembered that from... Yeah, Diana saying to hint that to him in the kitchen or whatever. But I'm also not <laughs> someone who is like into the monarchy. Like I'm not really an Anglophile in the way where I take a special interest in yeah. this stuff. Other than I love the crown. Uh, but uh, but uh, so for me, I feel like I would kind of enter into this thing if I chose to marry the prince. Um, and if it was horrible, I think I'd feel like I had every right to kind of just do my own thing. I understand that you're kind of taking a wrecking ball to a an institution. An institution. My whole thing, my whole where I'm so gray area about it all is, you know, and I know you don't know the extent, but in su- you, you, there has been like time after time after time of people, outliers, basically coming into the royal family and then getting torn apart. And so, you know, and then you've got someone like Kate Middleton who you see who just takes to it, right? And she's there. And like, if you know your personality and you go into a situation where it's like, whoa, I, th- this, like, I would know myself that I couldn't be a royal, right? And so, but someone like Kate Middleton, I think, has that kind of stature and stuff to like, that's totally part of her life. It's like, I don't know, I feel like the choices that we make in life are you know there's cause and effect to everything so i just wonder you know well i think more than megan uh or the prince should have known this so the prince is the one with all this insider information he saw it happen you know to everyone including his own mother yeah and yet he's taking this woman like it she is way more in the dark about it than he is especially because she is an american so who knows how much she really even knew about it so really to me it's like on prince harry's shoulders that he should have known that this was to not even ask her to marry him yeah or to not even get involved seriously with someone unless all along he was thinking we could get out yeah who knows that could have been maybe they thought they'd try it and see how it goes and if not this was always the backup plan and if you grow up in that circumstance you don't realize how messed up it is exactly that's true i mean he might not know oh wait this is insane right yeah like people are like fighting at the dinner table like 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 punching each other and she's like that's really messed up and he's like oh really it's just thanksgiving or whatever it's like this book i read (laughs) educated this memoir um which i highly recommend well what what? (laughs) anyway it's about this woman who grew up in like a fundamentalist mormon household and there was like a ton yeah and a ton of abuse and she just like didn't realize it was weird right um but he's got i mean the william and harry have to know because they've been so like you know they haven't been as shielded as i bet other royals have but it's always the women who get thrown around in the paparazzi i know yeah i mean i've never i mean except maybe prince andrew right now but like it's always like fergie diana uh 
Camilla. Camilla. Say Ma- it. You're, a, you're a Camilla apologist. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling that once they had children, things changed for them. And yeah. they suddenly became, like, instead of being loyal to their family, they were loyal to their new family that they created together. And they suddenly didn't care about the monarchy. They just wanted to do what they could to protect their kids. Well, I also have to say, I think we're going to do this on The Alarmist. Are you really? Yeah, I think we're pushing it up. So we're going to try and figure out who's to blame for Mexit. I feel like you're uh, let's go around and say our final thoughts on this. I feel that you shouldn't get into something that you're not 100% comfortable with or at least like that you should know yourself. And so I I don't think it's right to I don't know. It's it's like a too little too late sort of thing. I think it's perfectly good to leave. If you're like in a situation where all of a sudden you can't bear it and you have nowhere no, to turn. No, that's fine. I'm not saying she shouldn't leave, but to like, I don't know. It's also like, remember in The Queen when the um, Michael Shannon or whatever is talking to his wife? And because like everyone's As going the prime like, minister. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's, Tony Blair. Yeah. And he's going like, because everyone's going, poor Diana, poor Diana. And she, he's like, well, what about this queen? She's lived her, she's, she's dedicated her entire life to doing this thing that was thrust upon her. And then someone comes in and they, and they throw it all away. They throw it in her face and make her out to be the bad guy. And it's like, you you do look at that and you go, you know, God. Well, the thing that Megan might not be prepared for, or maybe she is, is Diana's star didn't fade once she left the Royal family. They still hounded her. That's right. And I don't think that, uh, Megan and Harry are going to have a reduced presence in in the press. No. I think it's going to be even more amped up. Probably. And so it's not, I kind of feel like she, no matter what happens, even Fergie still gets in the tabloids and she hasn't been in the royal family in years. Yeah. So I feel like she's kind of destined to be forever in the press. So, and to Maria's point, like that's something yeah. she could have foreseen before marrying harry yeah because diana made the choice to leave i'm sure the royal family didn't want a divorce on their hands like right. and diana left and her life was worse probably i mean not not i mean it was no better in the press but the the other thing is it's like diana left she divorced or but but it's like this is this is taking this is like completely uprooting a prince in a like i don't know it's just right. such a big i get it's like not a big thing but when you look at it from like a royal's perspective, someone who's given up their entire life to be a royal. Well, and then- it's Ariel. Yes. Oh, my uh, God. King Triton. Yeah. Harry's giving up his fin for legs. Well, you know, Wendy Williams, the talk show host. Yeah. yeah. So she said, all right, I've never talked about this. But before Meghan married Prince Harry, Meghan used to call cold call the show and show up and ask if she could be. They, they do like... Um, model runway things for like spring fashion mm-hmm. and Megan would try and submit herself and she would she want she wanted to be on TV I mm-hmm. mean as things other than an actress mm-hmm. I mean she wanted to be she wanted to she would come to the studio audience and try and get on TV a lot that's wow that's, that's gumption that's yeah that's so maybe for someone like Megan she thought she wanted this but now she's still and maybe this is what she wanted I mean this is really cynical and probably not true but maybe her grand plan was to kind of get what she wanted, get in the public eye, and then change it so it was more on her terms, which is what they're Mm -hmm. doing now. So, I mean, that's what people are saying, right? It's a millennial way of thinking, I'll tell you that. Me, me, me. Me, me, me. Millennial. Well, they say that um, now if they move to Canada, that Canadian taxpayers would have to pay for them. I don't know why that that, that wouldn't make sense, Well, because the queen is still the queen in Canada. 
because that shit's right. still so there is some crossover. But I, I think they're know. not taking mon- the taxpayers' money anymore for their salary, so they'll probably just do like you know clothing campaigns and yeah. like she'll start a perfume line. Well, she's doing voiceover. I think they're on Patreon. She's doing voiceover for Disney. Yeah, no, she, she is. isn't. Yeah. yeah, she is. She but uh, in return for um, a charity for elephants sanctuary. Oh, like some kind of thing. But <laughs> all right, Amanda. So you're you're saying follow your heart. I'm saying I, I I just am giving the benefit of the doubt, and it's hard when you're fall in love with someone, and I think their love is real. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know what her options. She would have had to be a really strong and sort of um, cynical person to not go into this thinking maybe it would be different for her, like to to like preemptively shut something down. Like that yeah. and not get married to the person you love. I mean, that would be really hard to do. And maybe it's the best thing for Harry. I mean, Harry's not going to ever be the king. Right. Um, but, I mean, he just wants to get out, maybe. But they're never going to escape the public eye. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, thing. That's true. All right. Well, let's get to a, a Dear Big Ones. Okay. This is... I'll read it, Amanda, because I got it right here. Oh, great. Okay. This is called Buddy Trouble. Mm. Dear Big Ones, I'm 29 years old and I've been friends with this guy, Felix, since we were in sixth grade. Believe me when I say that he is a great guy, a great friend, and I've been lucky to have him in my life. The problem is that he is currently on a different life track than me. I am happily married, bought a house, and beginning to think about having kids. I am right where I want to be and a lot of our friend group is trending in the same direction. Felix, on the other hand, has moved in with friends a few years younger who lives in who live the same lifestyle as him. Sounds like a sitcom. Mm. <laughs> they have a lot of alpha bro energy, real guys, guys, if you will. They are loud, drink a ton, and are very insul- insul- insular, 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 insular. They're incel. <laughs> they're incel, <laughs> inceller, interceller. They're in my cellar, in- <laughs> and they're very insular in their friend group. I do not have any issue with Felix moving in with them, as they are all at similar points in their life and have the same interests. The problem I'm having, however, is how often I am obligated to hang out with this group of bros that I really, really hate. Felix mainly invites me to their house parties. <laughs> Felix. Oh, no. <laughs> which I have no interest in going to. They are mostly people I don't know getting way drunker than I want to, and I'm uncomfortable the entire time I am at them. What complicates my obligations, however, is that Felix will come to everything I invite him to. The low-key trivia nights, the couple's game nights, the drink a few beers, watch a baseball game nights, etc. He fits in perfectly to the environment and is always the same old best bud I've had for years. Everyone enjoys his company at these... Gist- Everyone enjoys these... Com- Everyone enjoys his company at these get-togethers. On the flip side, I often make excuses to miss his parties, and I'm starting to feel guilty, even though I'm really uncomfortable going to them. I now feel like I'm not holding up my half of the friendship. Though every teacher and guidance counselor told me to never put myself in a position in which I was uncomfortable. So what do you think? Do I need to make myself available more for my friend and go to his parties, or should I be good to myself and not put myself in uncomfortable situations. Thanks for everything. Sorry if this was too long. Hopefully you can edit on the fly. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, I know. Oh, do you guys have thoughts? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that I, it doesn't sound like Felix has a problem. He's still showing up at your house. So just keep it. Do what is comfortable for you. Don't go to the parties. Yeah. And Felix maybe is just inviting you uh, like to be nice. 
Yeah. But he ha- doesn't have a problem. And maybe you still do things one-on-one, like as friends. Yeah. And you just don't go to that commune. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I think there's yeah. no reason why if you're not enjoying yourself and it's not for you, yeah. you don't have to go to the parties. And I think if Felix asks you why you're not going, I think you can absolutely say like, listen, I'm like, I don't drink that much anymore. Like I, yeah. you know, I just like, it's far. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever it is. Like I've said that to friends before, like for certain events, like yeah. it's just not a fit for me at this point in my like life. my birthday party. My birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? And then it's like, well, yeah, I think Johnny, you're spot on with spending some one-on-one time with Felix. And maybe Felix likes to have you as a place to go. Yeah. Felix has fun with his incels and then he... (laughs) Has fun with his outer cells. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. But you yeah. should not feel guilty or pressured to go to the house party. But I also yeah. don't think you should still be going to see a school counselor when you're 29 <laughs> yeah. years old. Well, and I also don't agree that you should never be made uncomfortable. I think sometimes you do yeah, have to do things you have that to make grow. you uncomfortable. Yeah, I think unless... Ow! Amanda just hit me. <laughs> <No>. Amanda. <laughs> Five people just crash their cars into a... Good. <laughs> I think unless, and this didn't come up in the email, but unless Felix is going, hey, why do you keep not coming? We miss you at these parties, dude. But um, I don't think he is saying that. But if he did say that, yeah, you would have to be honest with him. But yeah, just in keep inviting him to stuff that you're doing and stuff one-on-one yeah. like Johnny said. But you don't have it's to. Not, you're not sending the message that you don't want to see Felix. You just yeah. want to see Felix on your terms. Yeah. 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 Or maybe offer, say, I'll, I can't come to the party. I'll come over the n- next day to help clean up. I'll come pick you up in jail. <laughs> yeah. But if you ever need... <laughs> Always yeah. call me. Yeah. No, you have friends for a reason and or for friends for a reason and a season. Like they don't always need to stick around forever. Uh, and oh. you don't have to be also involved in every aspect. of We don't your have seasons so in L.A. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know. I know. We're stuck with what we got. Your friends, you don't have to be involved in every aspect of your friends' social life. Like no. people have different social circles, and sometimes you just keep them separate. That's what Amanda keeps telling. Yeah, I know. To me I, me I know. and Maria have been outside your house <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> I keep, game I night, keep getting game told night. I, this is not this is not your circle. stay in your lane Mm. no Um, it doesn't sound like a problem and it sounds like you just wanted some airtime like Meghan Markle (laughs) (laughs) well Johnny what what's going on where can people find you where what kind of job do you want (laughs) oh yeah here plug yourself I want to be a writer and um please reach out to me I'll be your local friend no I'm actually (laughs) no you can catch me at Felix's I'm an incel. Please just leave me alone this year. Reach me through Amanda Maria if you need me. But other than that, I'm I'm flying under the radar. Please. Well, that's fine. Yeah. It's nice to fly under the radar for a little bit. Sometimes the altitude gets too high up at the top. Mm, the, the nosebleeds coming out of Maria right now are insane. <laughs> She's riding high. She thinks Amanda and I are calling her tomorrow morning for the Oscar nomination. <laughs> Congrats, girl. Congrats. But it's so early, I believe it for a second. Yeah. Oh, my oh, my God. God. I did. I got nominated. Again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh well, that's great, Johnny. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a mess! Leave me, out. <laughs> leave me out of your narrative, please. <laughs> well, guys, you can reach us at the big ones. Oh, you didn't give anyone your socials. Your social. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my tax ID. Yes. Oh, you could find me at Johnny Mays on Instagram. Request me, and I'll get back to you in a couple months. Okay. It's private. I'm a private citizen, and they can Venmo you too. Yeah, please hit me up, Venmo, Patreon. I'm talking to you, Miss Smolders. No. Please, <laughs> a dollar a month would go a long way. 
Uh, you can reach us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. Write us a big one, a big, big one. Rate and review. Right. Rate and review <laughs> us on iTunes, Spotify, or not iTunes. It's not called that anymore. I'm such Apple a dodo. Podcast. Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore? No, they got well, rid of the it. The podcast part is called oh. Apple Podcasts. Is it now international? Can we read the British reviews? Yes. I, all I have to do is type in the British. Oh, that's a good oh, idea, find Johnny. Them for See, woman I too. listen. The Big Ones Podcast. And then to read the different countries, um, you just have to type in the country code at the beginning of. So like right now, I'm on podcast.apple.com and then slash US. But like say I want to see what they're saying in Great Britain, then I'll type in GB, right? Because they've had to hear what we say about them for an hour. Yes, exactly. And so this was written. um, We have 25 ratings from Britain. This is from Allison D. Funny and thought, funny and thought provoking. This is because this is she's listen, love, and then head over, listen, love. And then head over to Patreon and give them your money. This is a great podcast and should be far more popular than it is. Yes, uh, thank you. 10,000 10, oh, wow. downloads. That's a good goal. Well, you look at Complete Woman and see if I have any reviews in Britain. Okay, it says you're blocked in England. <laughs> no. <laughs> they have crazy censorship. <laughs> oh, yes, Amanda. You've got 14 ratings. Ooh, good. This is from Ainsley. Amazing. What a piece of work. Oh, the pistol shrimp, Ainsley. Is that her? Oh, I don't know. Paisley. Oh, Paisley. Paisley. This, this, is so, Paisley. this is so funny and so well put together. I'm reading it like Adele. Yeah. Really deserving of attention and awards if they have them for podcast comedy. Amanda is so funny and this character is so layered and nuanced. The supporting cast are all amazing and that song, amazing. Love this. Um, this is from <laughs> this is from Daisy Longlegs. Oh, is that Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> Daisy Longlegs. Daisy Longlegs. <laughs> Hilarious, love it. Great retro comedy. Oh, retro wow. throwback. They yeah. get it. They get it. All right, guys. You can also reach us on Twitter at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. Johnny, thank you for being here. Thank it's you. Always a I loved it. You're thank the most you so wonderful. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The queen. The queen. <laughs> and we love you, royal family. Yeah, we do. And yeah. I I am curious, you know, to learn more about the monarch. We we're all we're are. by curious about it. <laughs> yeah. And we hear there's an opening. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would Johnny, love to there. be William's kid brother. I I was jealous when they got married. William? Oh. Yeah, and Megan. Oh yeah. Of yeah. who? I mean, Harry and and, Harry and, Megan? and Megan. Yeah, because it was like, it could have happened to any of us. Well, you remember that picture of her sitting in front of Buckingham Palace when she was a kid? Mm. Oh, yeah. With- and everyone was like, look, she had no idea. She oh. did. She, <laughs> she had an idea. Yeah, I, I think there so. There is like one other question related to this. Okay. Which is, would you ever marry a guy who dressed up as a Nazi for Halloween? <sighs> I'm sorry. Probably not. All right, rate and review. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, I, I I don't know because people make mistakes. Name one. Mistake? Person. Uh, <laughs> name one person who's made a mistake. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to The, the Big, Big One. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.